Hello, children. The old Capmeister here. This is uh, two videos I did for Asshole Consulting, which uh, I figure, well, okay, this will be a makeshift podcast that we'll upload here. Uh, one is on the, what would I call it? That was the existential crisis of bachelors, uh, life without family. <clears throat> and then the uh, other one was an economics one, the end of American dining. But then it delves into much more than American dining, but shows how the labor shortage and the competency shortage and the work ethic shortage is going to affect all forms of production within the United States. So uh, one of these days we'll have a real actual live Aaron Clary podcast because we haven't had one of those in a while. But stay tuned in. All right. Good morning, children. No reason for the intro uh, because this is not a consultation request. This is uh, this is a new hybrid kind of temporary measure. Uh, the past, gosh, five, six months, as you know, Cappy has been busy building a house and that uh, involves a lot of work and uh, when you have crap contractors which we're going to be getting to later of which this is a universal thing it's not anything specific to my contractors they're all crap uh, you end up having to do a lot of work and so uh and moving and all that other stuff so uh my blog has been uh, uh neglected and but at the same time i've had a bunch of blog posts ideas come to mind and there's just no getting to them it, because writing takes a long time. I have to polish it. And I've decided that it's more important that these ideas get out there in their unpolished, rough form than not at all. Because truthfully, uh, my value as an economist doesn't exist unless I get you guys this information ahead of schedule so you can make decisions and take action before the normies conformities and fear like, oh, what? Sociology? That's not a worthwhile degree? And what we're going to talk about is the end of American dining. I don't know how long this will last. Depends how fast I go. So um, anyway, so everyone is probably acutely aware of the shortage of, of workers in the service industry, uh, in part because many people, I would say disproportionately my audience, um, because we're single folk, bachelors, bachelorettes, we don't have kids, or we just have our act together financially. And if you're like me, you don't really want to cook. You're not that good at it. It's not worth your time. Um, so you you pay someone else. Now it doesn't it doesn't have to be fine dining. I said I'm I'm actually not even talking about fine dining though. That's right. But like, let's just get our stuff right at the subway. You know, let's let's, let's like, uh, and especially moving out to to Rapid City, where there's it's not a megalopolis. It is definitely not Las Vegas, where it's open twenty four seven. Um, you don't have that many dining options. And as I've said uh, before, that my diet has gone to absolute pot living out here because the only place, see, I got to worry about my pressure, my blood pressure, got to worry about stroking out. And so is it healthier for me to go to a sit-down restaurant where the food will be healthier, have healthier options, but now I have to, it'll be a 45-minute wait. And then I'm sitting in line with all this, not me, I'm not one of them, all these cattle, all these fat Americans uh, who are stupid enough to sit and wait for 45 minutes to, to have average food. Then I get there and without fail, the waiter or the witch is going to get my order wrong. I've talked about the cold English muffin, which I know is so small, it's just, it's an example. Here it is. Here's your cold English muffin. And then I could get it right. And then the prices are very high. I don't know if you've noticed food prices. I don't know what a Big Mac is, a meal goes for, but it goes for a lot more than it used to two years ago. Maybe even double the price. 
Hell, you guys remember $5 footlongs? That doesn't exist anymore. Paid 14 bucks for Subway meal. Now, admittedly, I splurged. I got two bags of chips. I was all that and two bags of chips. No one's going to get that reference. He's all that and a bag of chips. Johnny Bravo. <clears throat> um, and the reason for this shortage, a couple things, but there's three main reasons. Um, one, you got stimmy checks. People are not being, they are pay, being paid not to work. Uh, two, uh, I got Rome down here. Oh, I was like, what was the third one? Two, the people themselves are just lazy. Um, the younger you get, the lazier you get. Look at labor force participation rates. Don't argue with me. And I understand young people. I understand. Well, if they paid us a living wage, yeah, I get it. Again, I'm not necessarily against this. One thing I like seeing these uh, employers like, we can't find people. What do we do? I'm like, uh, raise your wage. I'm no economist, but maybe raise your wage. No, we can't do that. And then the third thing, of course, this has nothing to do with uh, demographics or people or the labor force. It has to do with the root beer float uh, crisis. It's like the bubblegum crisis, except not as fun. And even bubblegum crisis wasn't that good. Not a lot of good anime out there. Sorry, guys. Just not a lot of good anime. And so now we have a short of late. Now, you would think that this would be a temporary or fleeting thing because once the root beer float crisis goes away <clears throat> and the stimmy checks go away, People are then going to be forced to go in. And I'm here to tell you I'm sorry that is not the case. Uh, because it, it, for several reasons, uh, one, uh, people have been conditioned now for a year and a half to not work. We've effectively had UBI. And once humans get used to a new normal, it's really hard for them to go back, uh, difficult-wise. If they go to a new normal where it's more difficult, and then the, to to go back to normal was easier, then they gladly do that. But if the new normal is easier and going back to normal is hard, where i.e. you have to work, they're not going to do it. So at minimum, there's going to be huge resistance. Plus, humans have made decisions and and taken action in their lives to adjust to this new normal. More people are living at home. I don't know what the that, what would be interesting is to see how many roommates per dwelling there is now. Are we all becoming Latinos now? Hey, how many people can we fit into a room? All right. $50 a month rent for everybody. <clears throat> uh, also, it's, it's no fault to uh, renters, but uh, housing prices have gone up because we've made money printer go bird. That rent has gone up so much. So uh, people have adapted and made pretty permanent changes in their lives <clears throat> that they, they, don't, they don't need a job. They're not going to work the job. Um. What else? Uh, okay, two. Why this is also permanent. Uh, you have mentally conditioned. Each successive generation from the boomers has been programmed to be more and more lazy. A higher and higher percentage of them are not capable, are not conditioned or programmed to support themselves. And when you look at Gen Z, now millennials are pretty good, but if you don't believe, oh, Aaron, you just saying, no, no, go get this book and look it up. Go look at your labor force participation rates. When you look at Gen Z, oh my God. Like no one learns their lesson. We just, everyone complains about the boomers. It's like, okay, you understand all the problems that hailed from the boomers. The reason they were boomers and we all slam on them is because they were spoiled rotten and they never learned to work for a living. And then they just passed that down and it, that, that instruction has gotten worse and worse and worse to now, either through parental money or government money or both. 
both. I don't care. <clears throat> Look at it. You could take the poorest black kid from the ghetto and the most spoiled, rich, suburbanite princess from, from wherever, Winnetka, or every day I need attention, Edina, all right? It's the same economic phenomenon. You have somebody, not you, paying for your way through life. In the case of the guy who's poor, ghetto or not, you know, and it could be the trailer part. They're collecting government checks. Government pays for everything, all right? Maybe not as luxurious, but they still are not, they don't have to work. And then Tina, the suburbanite princess, with what's it with Karen the soccer mom? What's an old man's name? Um, what's an old Gen X guy's name? Sean? Is that kind of a people using Sean? Whatever. Karen and, and Thaddeus, whatever his name is. Uh, nothing's too good for our little sweetheart. She's spoiled. And she's paid to go to school. They buy her convertible cabriolet. They don't do that anymore. That's an 80s thing. You'll never get that. <clears throat> and both of them, both of them, and everybody in between, those two socioeconomic demographic extremes are told you're amazing, you're brave, participation trophies, you're not held to any standards, we lower the standards in school, and, all, and even going to college, which is make-believe adult land, which is full of intellectual world, they major in worthless slop 80% of the time, especially those two demographics. Especially if you've been paid and have dirt blown up your chute your entire life. I'm brave and amazing. I'm going to save the world. I'm going to solve poverty. I'm going to cure racism. And then you major in the world's most unemployable slop. Sociology, social work, hyphenated American studies. And then they're dumped out in the world. Do you think they're capable of working a real job? Then you also throw in the political, ideological, philosophical indoctrination they get. Starting probably even from kindergarten, we could argue that that you are de- everybody is destined for great things. Everybody. No, you're not going to be ditch diggers. No, no, you're not going to be a, a, a barista or a or a cook or even the janitor or the delivery boy. No, you have a college. You are going to, you are the chosen one. You're Jesus Christ or Jessica Christ, him or herself. And you're going to help. You're going to, you're going to fight the evil rich people and bring you to whatever BS they're teaching in school. So then not only have they never, and it's like working out in order to work and support yourself as an adult, <clears throat> you have to you have to start as a kid. You have to learn what a work ethic is. You have to learn to suffer, like lifting weights. You must endure the pain. You must do boring things, especially when you're young. You got to do the really crap jobs because you ain't got no skills. And who's gonna? But they don't even go through that. They don't babysit. Don't collect cans. That's what I did. They don't lay sod and work dirt. That's what I did too. I was a little bit older. Um, whatever. They go straight from sucking on mommy and daddy's or the government's teat, and then they go into the real world and they are expecting government jobs and you know and any real job any job like of service and i don't mean just service industry but laying sod <clears throat> um uber whatever else is beneath them right. now down the road depends now in the case if you're poor your parents don't have the money to keep you afloat if your parents are rich or much more commonly in the suburbs ladies and gentlemen 
daddy has been borrowing all the money. If daddy could get more financing to act like he's rich so he could keep up with his neighbor who's doing the same thing and ain't none of them got retirement savings, they will give you as much money as they can borrow. Oh, oh, and if here's, here's how you can tell, here's how you can tell that daddy has a suburbanite princess. She's just trying to find herself. Oh, okay. All right. Now I know where that is. All right. Did you get another home equity loan? Your third one out of the house there? Okay. Good Good thing they're making money printer go for. Uh, but the larger point I'm, I'm trying to point out to that is <clears throat> these people are not mentally capable. And as much indoctrination as you put into them that they're entitled to some cushy little job and they're going to save the planet, it's going to take that much more time for the real world to beat it into them that they're not special. They're morons. You major in a worthless slob. And we, the world doesn't need more sociology majors. We, need, we don't need any more diversity and inclusion fabricated specialists. <clears throat> Although there is a hiring boom going on for that. But I'll tell you right now, you know who's going to get those jobs? The people who know the HR people. Those are going to be the connected and they're going to be the elite people, not you. So even if the root beer float crisis were to go away and you say, look at this. These people not only have made economic decisions, medium to long-term ones, to inoculate themselves from needing a job. And they could just be living off of welfare or getting by or whatever, <clears throat> doing stuff under the table. Um, psychologically, nearly all service, all entry-level work is beneath them. And I can't really fault them in certain ways because you boomers and Gen Xers have been lying to them the entire time. What are you making them go to school for for 17 years? What's wrong with you? Lying to them, telling them going to say, hey, oh my God, there's this crisis. What is it? It's poor people. Oh, whoa, really? Like that, like they haven't been with us since the dawn of time. But even though no one's been able to solve it, we spent multiple trillions of dollars trying to solve it. You are the, you, Tanner, you, Bipsy, I don't know what they're naming kids nowadays. You are the chosen one. You, I am, and and you know what the solution is? Even though we've tried it, other people's money. So that old tired truck, we're going to bring that dead horse out. This time it'll worry. It'll be just like communism. This time it'll worry. Oh, why are there all these dead people? Why do we still have poor people? Why why are blacks still in dead last place? We, we did what we were supposed to do. Why didn't it work? Oh, so so they're mentally unable. And then let's just say, here's another note I have. Let's say for whatever reason they're going to come back. What kind of quality work do you think they're capable of doing? I mean, already the people who are hardworking, the people who are in in the labor force now, you know, technically probably don't have to be. They're choosing to be in God bless them. But have you noticed you can't get anything done? Now, admittedly, a lot of that supply chain issues due to the root beer float crisis. But also... Like, and I know it's small and I know it's petty, but I'll go back to my English muffin. English muffins should be toasted. They should not be cold and doughy. All right. Uh, <clears throat> what? And I looked, I looked who's, who was cooking. It's a guy older than me. Now, come on, man. I'm 46. You're probably 50. Have you never toasted any? Don't we have a communal standard roughly where things should be toasted? We're not talking it's, it's, it's you know, volcanic pumice stone where I'm cutting the roof of my mouth, but it shouldn't be just like, oh, I pulled it out of the fridge, let it melt. And then I, I kind of hung it over a, a, a lamp and here you go. All right. And you've, you've seen that. I'll t Same thing here. All right. Tradesmen. I normally have a lot of respect for tradesmen. 
carpenters, electricians, plumbers, and all that. But and I've talked to another buddy of mine who works in the trades, and he's he's now uh, <clears throat> he was a tradesman himself. Now he's building homes uh, and renovating them, and he's like, I don't hire tradesmen anymore. I can do it myself. Why? Because again, we've held the standard low for everyone, not just Tina, the suburbanite princess, or uh, uh, Jerome, the 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 uh, ghetto kid who we just lower standards for. And he comes out thinking he's great, and then the real world kicks his ass. The, the standards have been lowered for everyone. Now you have a generation of contractors who don't do their work right. The electrical wiring is a little bit off. The plumbing doesn't work. Uh, <clears throat> I've had to do a ton of trim work. And thank God, and you almost thought about it because I was like, you know, trim, I had to put on hand. I'll give you another. Would you like another example? I'll give you another example. Handles. You know how important handles are to your house? You don't, you don't notice till they're gone, you know, and like, Hey, how the hell do I open this drawer? So I was looking at the trim work that the trim work, the trim work guy did. And it was a little shoddy, like, okay, that, that doesn't fit. We got to recut that. This is the wrong color. Now handles, they got to be equal and squared away and perfectly precisely put in the center of the drawers. And there's a lot of math involved. Then I saw the guy and he's a dumb kid. He's dumber than rocks. Dumber than rocks. His dad was there. And his dad, you know, and you could look at him and it's like, is your mom also your sister? I mean, you really kind of like, but a bum 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 bum. A little bit. A little bit of bum 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 bum. Sweet like a pig. Sound familiar to you? Okay. <clears throat> and I realized, this is what my contracting buddy realized. I'm going to do a higher quality job having no experience in this. Just some basic fourth grade math and get a level and get some precision, make a template, you know, very common sense thing that anyone could do. Get the, I got a drill. I can, and I put it, and I look great. It came out great. Got a little bit of pride. Just a little, a little bit of cappy pride. Look at that. Now, boy, and I, I won't lie. It, it kind of was neat. Well, I was like, hey, this, this came out good. I'm not just some schmuck on the internet that yells at people. I I could put drawer or, or handles in good. Small victories, guys. Small victories. Um, <clears throat> then I had to do some some uh trim work around the, the fireplace. Don't think it's fancy, it's just a gas fireplace. I wanted a real one, but it's like it was 14 grand. I'm like, whoa, hold on. I'm not gonna spend 14 grand in heat costs in my life. Just throw in the cheap gas one, okay? Just make it look pretty. Like, no, sir. <laughs> I didn't understand that. Why is a regular fireplace more expensive than a, fir- a gas one? I don't know. So I had to put trim work around that. All right. I'm cutting very precisely, measuring very precisely. <clears throat> I, I painted the trim. All right. Painting the trims. Kind of sexual innuendo there, but no fun. It wasn't like that. And I put them up and they fit perfectly. I'm like, yeah. Oh, look at me. Me, a nobody. A, a, a worthless person from the Carlson School of Management, because that's all they graduate there, unless you're in accounting. A, a truly talentless, worthless slime ball, because that's all Carlson School of Management graduates. I actually did something productive and quality. <clears throat> but with trade, even your tradesmen, you can't. Do you want another example? Okay. I'm busy. Uh, I got I got some weeds I want to whack that come up the fort. There's a yard, goes up to the forest. You want. You don't want weeds. You just want to be able to mow. So I got to whack the weeds. I got my weed whacker from my old home back in Minneapolis. I'm like, oh, God, this thing ain't going to fire up. I just assume the carbs are clogged and I need small engine cleanup. So there's a small engine place I had to drive up to Rapid City. 
I go in, I'm like, yeah, I got, the, I got this weed whacker. I need it just tuned up and uh, carbs clean. He's like, oh, it'd be like a two month wait. I'm like, what? What? Two months? <laughs> Are you kidding? And when you find out, one, uh, you know, you're you're just gonna have to do it yourself. Okay, I'm like two months. I'll do it myself. Now, thankfully, it fired up. I don't know how. That was a miracle of God. This thing fired up. I'm like, well, I'm buying. I think it's Ryobi. I'm buying these for the rest of my life because I thought, oh, Cap, he's got to clean carbs, and I hate cleaning carbs. It's like having sex with a fat chick. It, it is. I actually, it's worse than that. I'd rather have sex with a fat chick than clean carbs. Anybody who's clean carbs, you know what I'm talking about. Um. Even if, if there's a shortage, but even if I got in, would they do it right? Would these tradesmen do it right? And what you're finding out is even the quality of the trades are going down. Right? So let me make sure. Heavy consult. Um, yeah, so that's, it's, it's a question of the quality of work. Now, <clears throat> as indicated before, this is not just relegated to the service industry. Okay, because we have failed to hold our children for three generations now up to standards. And if you go everywhere, this is you can see it everywhere. Right. I go to the gas station. That was my mistake going to Sinclair. World's worst gas station. Don't bother even going. to. I should have known. I should have known. All right. So that's more of a function. of school. Let's use an example. I go up there. I want to. And then their computer freezes. Why? Because it's Sinclair gas station. I go in, there's a line. Why? Because there's a shortage. But the people they got working back there aren't exactly the smartest. Meanwhile, you got someone who's like stocking shelves. You got a line long. Hey, Bupkis, come here. Why don't you man the second till? You're asking too much. You're asking too much. <clears throat> but this is spilling out into all facets of the U.S. economy. And perhaps you've seen it in other places. Have you noticed shortages? Yes, some of that is the root beer float. But what if it's... Tiddly winks the moron who didn't order the stock. I saw that in, in building the home. We had to order stuff four months in advance. Admittedly, again, the root beer float. But I would go to the supply store. I'd say, hey, did you order that? They'd say, oh, no, we didn't. You know, okay. You At every stage there was a person, you had to go back and make sure they did their job. Because if you didn't get the whatever piping delivered on time, it would delay all the other contractors. So I was on them like a fly on shit. Did you order this? You know, three days go by. Hey, did you put that order in? I think so. Let's make sure. And you're dealing with children. Oh, no, we didn't. Let's put that order in, put a rush on it, right? Okay. Three more days go by. Hey, did the order go through? Yeah, it went through. Why don't you call the guys down at the inventory place and make sure it's being delivered? No, they haven't put it on the truck yet. <clears throat> come back another three days. Hey, did it come in? No, I don't think so. Why don't we look at your garage right now and see if it's there? Oh, hey, here it is. And these are people in their 40s. And what you'll realize is that the economy is not the economy is not this economic orc call that just magically produces and poops out production. It's all people. And the productivity of your economy and thus your standards of living is 100% dependent upon the quality and caliber of people you're sending in to man it. And I don't know if you notice, it ain't World War II people 
who grew up in the grapes of wrath, learned how to fix engines, <clears throat> went and fought the Nazis, and then built the Hoover Dam and put in the infrastructure in the United States interstate system. And then oh, landed someone on the moon a couple times. It's people who are stuck on their phones. They don't know how to change it. What was it? They do it. I mean, every once there's like these surveys. What percent of millennials know how to change a light bulb? Now, I don't know if this is true, uh, but it's something like half of 18 to 24 year olds don't know how to change a light bulb. What? 25 or some percent didn't even know you, there's, you can change them. I don't know how much of that is true. But how many of them could change the All you ladies want some man. Well, maybe you should not teach him sociology. Maybe teach him how to change a tire. How many of you know how to do that? And now we're sending these people, talentless and unskilled, and worse, with a, with a poisonous ideology of laziness, sloth, entitlement, socialism, and parasitism. <clears throat> Thank you, Democrat Party and teachers, which is true. It's not an opinion. And now these are the ones going out into the control panels of the U.S. economy. And I've said it before. Thank God we import our stuff from China and Asia. Because at least there people know how to make things. But this is now going out throughout the entire economy. To, to the point where, like, my buddy has to do his own trade. He has to do everything. I'm going to get to that later. <clears throat> but... This is a permanent, and that, that was the larger point I was trying to make. It's not just dining, and it's not just until the root beer flow crisis goes away. This is going to be at least a generation long. Because what are you going to do? Re-educate the Gen Zers? Get the millennials to stop feeling sorry for themselves? Everybody goes to trade school, and not only goes to trade school, but does really good and makes sure they do it well. You know who the rich people are? The people who show up on time have a valuable skill, not super valuable. You don't have to be some high level software engineer, just a good tradesman. Who, Alex Patino, our truck driving Latino agent in the field. You know what he does? It's not magic. <clears throat> Everyone's like, I can't believe I, oh, truck driving sucks. Oh. Well, geez, what does he do? He takes the long haul shifts. He takes the hours people don't want. Then he does them. I got a tradesman. I can't mention who. All right. And he gets me. He's got I got the hookup out here. There's an elite class of tradesmen out here. You know what they do? They show up on time and they do the job and they do the job the way they agreed with you to do it. Right? Now, that's it's pretty low. You're not going to get Gen Z to do it. You're not going to get millennials to do it. Because they're, they're still so indoctrinated and brainwashed into their ideology that they're destined for great things. I mean, why else do you explain everybody else, all these morons getting master's degrees, uh, uh, doubling down on a, a profession or not even a profession, it's not a profession, but a, an academic study that didn't get him a job with a four-year college education. Now they get a master's degree, whatever, early childhood education, childhood writing, whatever it is, you morons go. <clears throat> the, in other words, the, the well has been poisoned and there's no purifying the water. We have to wait for a whole new generation of whatever's coming after Gen Z, or Gen Z miraculously has a World War II generation wakening up, going from the Roaring Twenties, World War I, I don't know how that worked, but somewhat, somewhat of a parallel world. It's like, hey, booze and flappers and craziness, look out. Here comes, here comes the shag. Here comes the Madison. Here comes some jazz. Whoa. Look out, girls with short hair. Whoa. 
Oh, Great Depression? What? What do you mean stock market crash? What? And <clears throat> unless someone goes through some horrific times like the Great Depression, uh, whatever's going to come after Gen Z, if we keep on doing this, oh, touchy-feely, oh, here's Stimmy Check, stay at home, oh, rent moratorium. I wonder if we're going to have any talented or skilled labor in the future. Which the answer is no, because you all keep vote. You're all so short-sighted. You keep voting for free crap. And what you're finding out is when you vote for free crap, less crap is made because no one has to work. So there's no production. And what production there is, is more costly because it needs repairing or it doesn't work. You have to replace it. <clears throat> I'll give you another example. Okay. My truck. It just... You start to see communism happening, and not in the sense that they're confiscating the assets, but I'm talking the production side, all right? Now, the Rapid City area has 100,000 people in it. There's Sturgis, Spearfish, Rapid City, maybe even 120,000, okay? And my truck, uh, I, I need uh, some transmission work. It's the same thing with the small engine repair. Well, we're at least backed up a, a month. Where the hell are the mechanics? Oh, we got education majors up the yin-yang. <clears throat> oh, we got social worker graduates up the yin yang. I can't find anyone to do transmission work. Now I'm an okay mechanic. I don't know anything about transmission. I just don't. And plus I don't have the tools. I can work on a lot of things, but not, not the transmission. I don't know how it works. I'll just be honest. <clears throat> but I wonder what's going to happen to standards of living. And we already know. And if you think this is temporary, you think like, oh, once once the root beer float crisis goes away, everything will be back to normal. No, no. Your restaurants are going to have limited hours. Your orders are going to continue to be gotten wrong. Uh, they will be out of the fish or the chicken or whatever. And that's the least of your concerns. Because there won't be mechanics. There's not enough mechanics to go around. You need new tires. Hey, hopefully you didn't get a flat and hopefully you got a spare because it's a weak backlog to have. Because here's another thing about tires. I don't have the tire machine to put on tires on a car. You, uh, <clears throat> your internet's down? Well, that's too bad because the internet guy, he's busy dealing with all the other people because there's not enough internet people going. What? But we have, we have Tina, the woman studies major. Would you be like to would you like to be lectured and sermoned at in the meantime while your internet is down about how you're oppressing women because you were born with a peen? Oh, by the way, can you work more and pay more taxes so these people can not work? It's gonna happen everywhere. And again, it, testify or point out the supply chain problem or the supply issue have you noticed when you go into a walmart or whatever any kind of large store even a grocery store weird things are missing from the shelf for whatever reason again root beer float crisis i get it but a lot of that also has to do with we can't find workers i'm surprised amazon that's that's one thing of the economy i'm thank god walmart.com and amazon.com probably because everything's made in china we got delivery people right i'm surprised that's functioning Thank God. But you go into the grocery store, like, why, why, why are fresh scent things missing? Why, why are we missing? Why is Dawn detergent soap missing? Why are we all out of that? Probably because either Dawn couldn't find someone to do some critical part on their manufacturing plant, or Bob, the Gen Z wonder boy, didn't show up to deliver the, the thing because he had, oh, I have an anxiety attack. <laughs> 
my mom said, my mom said I should get an apartment and move out on my own. And I, I just go down and I couldn't drive the Dawn detergent truck to the grocery store. <laughs> I mean, soon the economy is going to be, I was talking to the great one about this. Soon the economy is going to be just therapists, teachers, government workers, and uh, OnlyFans. That's all it's going to be. That's all it's going to be. All right. Um, all industries. Tired three generations of talented, unskilled, talentless people. Uh, yeah. So don't expect previous years of production and standards of living. Start, start to expect, I'm being deadly serious about this. Start to expect second world standards of living. Not necessarily standards of living, but quality of service. There's going to be delays. People are not going to do what they said they're going to do. Right? That that right there is probably the biggest one is, is the, the honor and the word of people is going to mean nothing. It's going to mean nothing. Uh, and, and don't think that you're going to get good service. American dining is going to be more of a luxury now. It already was a luxury. It's going to be even more of a luxury now because they don't have the people and people find it beneath them. Oh my God, let me tell you about this dude. <clears throat> I know this has nothing, but let me tell you a happy story. I got a little happy story. I can tell about the place now because it's gone, but there's this place called Parma down in Bloomington, Minnesota, which is a suburb of the Twin Cities. That's where the Mall of America is. So Atham looked that up. So you guys kind of know where it is in your mind if you haven't been to the mall. And I forget the name, but he was an East Indian dude. He's probably my age at the time, but he's still my age at this time. But he, he wasn't a young punk kid. He's upper 30s maybe at the time. And he was just our waiter. Never thought much of it because waiters were pretty commoditized by that time. Standard level of service, not too bad, not too good. This guy was spectacular by far. You know like how your favorite, everyone's favorite movie is Die Hard? And then way off in the distant second is whatever your second favorite movie is. Like Die Hard is that far ahead because it was the world's greatest movie ever. That was this guy in terms of service. This guy was a sniper. He was on his freaking game. He, he was watching, paying attention to all of his tables and just a slight, he could read your body language like it was Braille, like a blind man reads Braille. And before I even could, you know, like maybe my body was indicating, he was like, would you like more soda water, sir? Yeah, I actually would. <clears throat> we'll put the bitters in it. I mean, he was on it. He was on it. Bet like die hard. This guy was the best waiter or waitress I've ever had. And I it, he was so good. I want to call and say, this guy is amazing. And I said, yeah, we've had people that now I hope down the road, uh, now Parma has closed. I hope he went to New York or LA and is working at the top restaurant and is making himself six figures because he earned it. I mean, that level of quiet, you're never going to see that guy again. <clears throat> there is not his replacement. But just like Die Hard, there's no replacement being made. Just like, here, another example. Oh, wow. Did you see what Hollywood came up with? All right, wait, did they come up with a new original movie that will define a generation? And then, and young people today say, oh, do you remember that movie? Like, are you saying they're coming up with a Back to the Future? But for these people, they're not a remake. They're coming. I, I, is this generation going to have their Ghostbusters? Are they going to have their... What is Hollywood coming up with a whole bunch of new, exciting movies and, and TV shows? No, we're coming up with a black remake of The Wonder Years. 
<laughs> there. That's the future economy. The black remake of the Wonder Years. Now, there's anything wrong with, with a black Wonder Years. It might actually be good, but holy crap, are we are we that void of creativity and talent? We're just going to rehash the same crap? Yeah, this time paint them black. Oh, make them gay. Wait, y'all. Is there going to be a zany gay character in this one? Is he going to be? Oh, I wonder if Hollywood's following the formula because they have no creativity. <laughs> oh, God. So expect second world, not necessarily standards of living, but customer service. And then this gets to my final point. <clears throat> um, this is the new normal. And the new normal, unfortunately, means what we're witnessing is the breaking down of the division of labor. Not only because we're, uh, well, let me, I'm, I'm putting the cart before the horse on that one. <clears throat> because you are going to be able to rely less and less on skilled, talented labor and people to do things for you, because one, there's less people to do these skilled and talented things. Don't worry. We're going to have a surplus of education majors. Don't worry. All right. We're going to have a surplus of philosophy majors. Don't worry. That's covered. But we ain't going to have no tradesmen. And what tradesmen and engineers, what we do have are going to be crap and continually deteriorating, which means what, boys and girls, which means you're all going to have to become a jack of all trades. Like, I don't know about you, but I need a, at least one vehicle running. One. And that means you're going to have to learn how to do some basic mechanic work and basic mechanic skills because you're not going to be able to pull it into the mechanic shop because there's not enough talented mechanics to do it. You want to, oh God, I'll tell you this right now. <clears throat> None of you should build a house. Now, everyone always makes the joke of funny hot. It's, not, it's somewhat true too. Never build a new house because your contractors are shit. Contractors in just general are scum people. Uh, but now you are better off building the house on your own Certainly being your own general contractor, like maybe some key few things you might want to outsource, like have your foundation poured. Okay. Have that poured. But then man, I do your own framing. I'm not talking building some fancy house. That could be a fancy house, <clears throat> but the future I'd say is either these prefabbed homes. Okay. Or if it's just you, and let's just admit, ain't nobody getting married, having kids. All right. You could probably just build your own home. It, it may not last 100 years, but you just need it to last 20, okay? I mean, keep it up, but you have someone pour the foundation. Somebody who's an actual contractor have his head out of his ass. He could probably tell you. Pour the foundation, put the framing, okay? Hire the electrician and the plumbing. But who knows if you're going to find a good electrician or plumber? Maybe you're just better off going to trade school learning that yourself. Working on a couple houses. Having a buddy learning. Oh, that Frank is a good electrician. I'm going to go hire Frank. All right. Do your own roofing, do your own sheetrocking. <clears throat> uh, and then after six months labor, maybe a lot of labor, you got yourself a nice little house. And you know what? Probably paid for in cash. Maybe you got a small little mortgage on it. It's frankly, what I did, I didn't do most of that crap myself. <laughs> like, why am I shingling this? house? Why didn't they put a shingle here? What's wrong with this? <laughs> and you think like, oh, no, it can't be. No, go try. Find out. Or just buy a house that exists. But all the repair work, look, every house needs repair work. You're going to do it. You're, the best thing you can do is not go get a degree in sociology or an MBA, bro. 
The best thing you can do is go buy yourself a nice set of tools, an air compressor, and then go learn and teach yourself how to fix things around the house using YouTube, computers, carpentry, and auto repair. That right there, you're all going to have to do it. You're going to have to be like Cubans, always keeping these 1950s vehicles running. And that's, that's what you're going to, you're going to have to cook at home. I told the GF, I say, whenever you move out here, uh, you're cooking. I'm probably going to have to cook at home because it, I won't lie. I'm on rote rehearsal. I'm on autopilot a lot of time. Like, oh, I'm going to stop at this restaurant. Cappy, you weren't thinking. Cappy, you're like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> crap. I'm like, and I, I, majority of time, like 80%, four out of five times, it would have just been cheaper and less stressful for me to go to the grocery store, buy some chicken, cook it up myself. I can apply heat. I mean, I can make food. I ain't going to taste that great, but I can make food. And I would have come out ahead time-wise and certainly financial-wise. Oh, God. Oh, the, um, what was it? The gaslight. They get, not only is it called the gaslight, the gaslight you about the food. Like, you go there, like, horrible food. Horrible. I don't even think they got to cook. I think they just got microwave dinners and they just put it in the oven and then they give it to you. Sometimes they forget to take it out of the plastic tray. Oh, oh, oh sorry. We just use these plastic trays to, to keep them fresh. <laughs> it's, it's the end of a lot of things. Because our society and our people and our labor force, the labor force does exist and it's low quality. And they're entitled. And they're not going to show up on time and they're not going to do things on time. And they're not going to do things right. And so this is new. This is the new normal. Strap yourselves in. Get used to it. Because, okay, maybe the supplies might come back a little bit once the root beer flow crisis goes away. (laughs) Oh, you think it's going away. You think the Democrats and the government are going to give that up. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that is funny. You think they're going to give up that football? Look how much power they got over you. That is, that's precious. Well, let's say it does go away. And the few factories in America that produces things open up. Who are they going to hire? There's not. They're going to find people because people are entitled. They're going to stay at home and they got their stimmy checks. Or they've made permanent changes. They're graduating with completely worthless skills. They're graduating with an attitude and an entitlement and no work ethic. They're not going to show up on time. They're not going to do the job right. If They're going to, the, the mistake economy, they're going to make things much worse. <clears throat> so there you go. There's my... There's my um, article I wanted to write, but I didn't have time to do. Let's go through the Super Chats. Uh, Darkaholic, five bucks, up late doing videos last night, now up early. You still in that security schedule? No, I'm I'm, it's, 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 I'm doing about 90 to 100 hours a week. Between working on the house, though, that is subsided. I'm just catching up. Look, the work don't get done. It does not get done. I'm not kidding. I'll, I'll point out another thing, Dockaholic. You just show up on time and do your job right. People, employers are going to love you. They're going to love you. Great one. His employers love him. Why? Is he some great, amazing person? Yeah, he's a great one. But no, in terms of work ethic, he shows up on time. He does his job. It's so simple. It's so simple. But he wasn't an indoctrinated Gen Z millennial socialist moron. To think, oh, I should have to work. Oh. And if you go there, you don't do it right. You're late. You're always pulling teeth. You know the type. 
Swalu blue, two bucks. So in other words, we're going to become Spain. Yeah. Not to like, well, let's sit and drink our wine. You know, thank God some people make the wine in Spain. Uh, Kaiju bomb, a 10 Australian dollars. Good day, Cappy. I'm getting about 350,000 Australian US dollars in inheritance with buying a house on a plot of land be a good financial decision or are there other investments to make? I, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you again. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to the housing market. I mean, if you don't have to pay rent anymore, that saves you some money. Do you want to live in the place you want to live? Are you that? Do you decide where you want to live for the rest of your life? Fine, then get a house. Otherwise, I don't know what's going to happen to the housing market. Stop asking me what's going to happen. Is this a good investment? You just stop effing asking me. I don't know, and I cannot advise people on that. Fred Freeman sell two bucks. Retire early. Latin America, Southeast, they're each year. I don't know, Fred. I've not been to either, and none of the three. I'll let you know in a couple of years. Dr. Hawk, two bucks. Brazil is the best we can hope for at this point. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, maybe. Aren't the girls thin in Brazil? We don't even have Brazil. It's kind of warm there too, isn't it? Kind of a more moderate climate. Capitan Man, five bucks. The new normal. Yuri Bezumov used this in his description of the fourth and last of the fourth stage of a society failing none ever recover from. Yep, well, there's another article I want to write called um, <clears throat> Only Women Can Save Western Civilization, but they won't. Short version of that one is men work for women to impress and inevitably have sex with them. Um, and they will always tell and regurgitate what women say. And since women are constantly like, oh, socialism, oh, I want free stuff and security at the expense of freedom. They have no, and now that we give it to them, they have the government instead of husbands and government aid and all that. They don't need men. This, they have no incentive whatsoever to start voting for freedom again. It's not going to happen. Alex Bogey, five bucks. Did you hear Boston deployed National Guard to drive school buses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's because the school bus drivers wouldn't take the root beer floats, which is fine. That's okay. The National Guard. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Atlas is shrugging. Atlas is shrugging. Are we caught up? We're caught up. There you go. Oh, wait. No, we're not caught up. I'll make sure. Scrolling down here. Uh, Guy Savelli, five bucks. He has nothing to say. Thanks, Guy. Journey Trials of Joy, five bucks. Do you believe China will overtake the United States? Oh, in what kind of capacity? Like, are they going to invade and take over? No. We as a people wouldn't let that happen. Um, will they have increasing political and economic influence over the U.S.? Yes. Um, will they overtake the United States in terms of production and GDP? I don't know. They're incredibly corrupt, very corrupt. And you can't, you really cannot become a dominant global superpower. Now, well, you can if all the other countries suck. So there's that. Um, but if you are so corrupt uh, and there's another rival global superpower um, that is not as corrupt, um, I don't think you can overtake it. And keep in mind how much of China is a Potemkin village. I mean, yeah, they, they produce a lot of stuff, but they're on mercantilism. <clears throat> Their finances are not great. Um, I, I don't, I don't, as of yet, no. If they get rid of their corruption, if the CCP would just let people be. But I, uh, that's to be determined. Channel 1800 dumb, three New Zealand dollars. I don't know what the super sticker is, but it might be New Zealand poops. We never know. 
Boo, 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 boo. That's it. Okay. We'll see you guys later. Toodles. All right. Good morning, children. No reason for the intro uh, because this is not a consultation request. This is uh, this is a new hybrid kind of temporary measure. Uh, the past, gosh, five six months, as you know, Cappy has been busy building a house and that uh, involves a lot of work and uh, when you have crap contractors which we're going to be getting to later of which this is a universal thing it's not anything specific to my contractors they're all crap uh, you end up having to do a lot of work and so uh and moving and all that other stuff so uh, my blog has been uh, uh neglected and but at the same time i've had a bunch of blog posts ideas come to mind and there's just no getting to them it, because writing takes a long time. I have to polish it. And I've decided that it's more important that these ideas get out there in their unpolished, rough form than not at all. Because truthfully, uh, my value as an economist doesn't exist unless I get you guys this information ahead of schedule so you can make decisions and take action before the normies conformities and fear. Like, oh, what? Sociology? That's not a worthwhile degree? And what we're going to talk about is the end of American dining. I don't know how long this will last. Depends how fast I go. So um, anyway, so everyone is probably acutely aware of the shortage of, of workers in the service industry, uh, in part because many people, I would say disproportionately my audience, um, because we're single folk, bachelors, bachelorettes, we don't have kids, or we just have our act together financially. And if you're like me, you don't really want to cook. You're not that good at it. It's not worth your time. Um, so you you pay someone else. Now it doesn't it doesn't have to be fine dining. I said I'm I'm actually not even talking about fine dining though. That's right. But like, let's just get our stuff right at the subway. You know, let's let's, let's like, uh, and especially moving out to to Rapid City, where there's it's not a megalopolis. It is definitely not Las Vegas, where it's open twenty four seven. Um, you don't have that many dining options. And as I've said uh, before, that my diet has gone to absolute pot living out here because the only place I got to worry about my pressure, my blood pressure, got to worry about stroking out. And so is it healthier for me to go to a sit down restaurant where the food will be healthier, have healthier options? But now I have to it'll be a 45 minute wait. And then I'm sitting in line with all this, not me, I'm not one of them, all these cattle, all these fat Americans uh, who are stupid enough to sit and wait for 45 minutes to, to have average food. Then I get there and without fail, the waiter or the witch is going to get my order wrong. I've talked about the cold English muffin, which I know is so smooth. It's just, it's an example. Here it is. Here's your cold English muffin. And then I could get it right. And then the prices are very high. I don't know if you've noticed food prices. I don't know what a Big Mac is, a meal goes for, but it goes for a lot more than it used to two years ago. Maybe even double the price. Hell, you guys remember $5 footlongs? That doesn't exist anymore. <clears throat> Paid 14 bucks for a Subway meal. Now, admittedly, I splurged. I got two bags of chips. I was all that and two bags of chips. No one's going to get that reference. He's all that and a bag of chips. Johnny Bravo. <clears throat> um, and the reason for this shortage, a couple things, but there's three main reasons. Um, one, you got stimmy checks. People are not being, they are pay, being paid not to work. Uh, two, uh, I got Rome down here. 
Oh, I was like, what was the third one? Two, the people themselves are just lazy. Um, the younger you get, the lazier you get. Look at labor force participation rates. Don't argue with me. And I understand young people. I understand. Well, if they paid us a living wage, yeah, I get it. Again, I'm not necessarily against this. One thing I like seeing these uh, employers like, we can't find people. What do we do? I'm like, uh, raise your wage. I'm no economist, but maybe raise your wage. No, we can't do that. And then the third thing, of course, this has nothing to do with uh, demographics or people or the labor force. It has to do with the root beer float uh, crisis. It's like the bubblegum crisis, except not as fun. And even bubblegum crisis wasn't that good. Not a lot of good anime out there. Sorry, guys. Just not a lot of good anime. And so now we have a short of late. Now, you would think that this would be a temporary or fleeting thing because once the root beer float crisis goes away <clears throat> and the stimmy checks go away, People are then going to be forced to go in. And I'm here to tell you I'm sorry that is not the case. Uh, because it, it, for several reasons, uh, and one, uh, people have been conditioned now for a year and a half to not work. We've effectively had UBI. And once humans get used to a new normal, it's really hard for them to go back, uh, difficult-wise. If they go to a new normal where it's more difficult, and then the, to to go back to normal was easier, then they'd gladly do that. But if the new normal is easier and going back to normal is hard, where you, i.e. you have to work, they're not going to do it. So at minimum, there's going to be huge resistance. Plus, humans have made decisions and, and taken action in their lives to adjust to this new normal. More people are living at home. I don't know what the that, what would be interesting is to see how many roommates per dwelling there is now. Are we all becoming Latinos now? Hey, how many people can we fit into a room? All right. $50 a month rent for everybody. <clears throat> uh, also, it's, it's no fault to uh, renters, but uh, housing prices have gone up because we've made money printer go burn. That rent has gone up so much. So uh, people have adapted and made pretty permanent changes in their lives <clears throat> that they, they, don't, they don't need a job. They're not going to work the job. So, um. What else? Um, okay, two. Why this is also permanent. Uh, you have mentally conditioned. Each successive generation from the boomers has been programmed to be more and more lazy. A higher and higher percentage of them are not capable, are not conditioned or programmed to support themselves. And when you look at Gen Z, now millennials are pretty good, but if you don't believe, oh, Aaron, you just saying, no, no, go get this book and look it up. Go look at your labor force participation rates. When you look at Gen Z, oh my God. Like no one learns their lesson. We just, everyone complains about the boomers. It's like, okay, you understand all the problems that hailed from the boomers. The reason they were boomers and we all slam on them is because they were spoiled rotten and they never learned to work for a living. And then they just passed that down and it, that, that instruction has gotten worse and worse and worse to now, either through parental money or government money or both. Both. I don't care. <clears throat> look at it. You could take, the poorest black kid from the ghetto and the most spoiled, rich, suburbanite princess from, from wherever, Winnetka, or he, every day I need attention, Edina, all right? It's the same economic phenomenon. You have somebody, not you, paying for your way through life. In the case of the guy who's poor, ghetto or not, you know, I mean, it could be the trailer part. They're collecting government checks. Government pays for everything, all right? Maybe not as luxurious, but they still are not, they don't have to work. And then Tina, the suburbanite princess, 
with what's it with Karen the soccer mom. What's an old man's name? Um, what's an old Gen X guy's name? Sean? Is that kind of a are people using show? Whatever. Karen and, and Thaddeus, whatever his name is. Uh, nothing's too good for our little sweetheart. She's spoiled. And she's paid to go to school. They buy her convertible cabriolet. They don't do that anymore. That's an 80s thing. You'll never get that. <clears throat> and both of them, both of them, and everybody in between, those two socioeconomic demographic extremes are told you're amazing, you're brave, participation trophies, you're not held to any standards, we lower the standards in school, and, all, and even going to college, which is make-believe adult land, which is full intellectual world, they major in worthless slop 80% of the time, especially those two demographics, especially if you've been paid and have dirt blown up your chute your entire life. I'm brave and amazing, I'm going to save the world, I'm going to solve poverty, I'm going to cure racism. And then you major in the world's most unemployable slop. Sociology, social work, hyphenated American studies. And then they're dumped out into the world. Do you think they're capable of working a real job? Then you also throw in the political, ideological, philosophical indoctrination they get. Starting probably even from kindergarten, we could argue. That, that you are, de- everybody is destined for great things. Everybody. No, you're not going to be ditch diggers. No, no, you're not going to be a, a, a barista or a, or a cook or even the janitor or the delivery boy. No, you have a college. You are going to, you are the chosen one. You're Jesus Christ or Jessica Christ, him or herself. And you're going to help. You're going to, you're going to fight the evil rich people and bring you to whatever BS they're teaching in school. So then, not only have they never, it's, and it's like working out in order to work and support yourself as an adult, <clears throat> you have to, you have to start as a kid. You have to learn what a work ethic is. You have to learn to suffer like lifting weights. You must endure the pain. You must do boring things, especially when you're young, you got to do the really crap jobs because you ain't got no skills and who's going to, but they don't even go through that. They don't babysit. Don't collect cans. That's what I did. They don't lay sod and work there. That's what I did too. I was a little bit older. Um, Whatever. They go straight from sucking on mommy and daddy's or the government's teat. And then they go into the real world and they are expecting government jobs and, you know, and any real job, any job like of service. And I don't mean just service industry, but laying sod, um, Uber, whatever else is beneath them. Now, down the road depends on the case if you're poor. Your parents don't have the money to keep you afloat. If your parents are rich or much more commonly in the suburbs, ladies and gentlemen, daddy has been borrowing all the money. If daddy could get more financing to act like he's rich so he could keep up with his neighbor who's doing the same thing and ain't none of them got retirement savings, they will give you as much money as they can borrow. And if here's, here's how you can tell, here's how you can tell that daddy has a suburbanite princess. She's just trying to find herself. Oh, okay. All right. Now I know where that is. All right. Did you get another home equity loan? Your third one out of the house there? Okay. Good Good thing they're making money printer go burr. Uh, but the larger point I'm, I'm trying to point out to that is <clears throat> these people are not mentally capable. And as much indoctrination as you put into them that they're entitled to some cushy little job and they're going to save the planet, 
It's going to take that much more time for the real world to beat it into them that they're not special. They're morons. You major in worthless slob. And we, the world doesn't need more sociology majors. We, need, we don't need any more diversity and inclusion fabricated specialists. <clears throat> Although there is a hiring boom going on for that. But I'll tell you right now, you know who's going to get those jobs? The people who know the HR people. Those are going to be the connected and they're going to be the elite people, not you. So even if the root beer float crisis were to go away and you say, look at this, these people not only have made economic decisions, medium to long-term ones, to inoculate themselves from needing a job. And they could just be living off of welfare or getting by or whatever, <clears throat> doing stuff under the table. Um, psychologically, Nearly all service, all entry-level work is beneath them. And I can't really fault them in certain ways because you boomers and Gen Xers have been lying to them the entire time. What are you making them go to school for for 17 years? What's wrong with you? Lying to them, telling them going to say, hey, oh my God, there's this crisis. What is it? It's poor people. Oh, whoa, really? Like that, like they haven't been with us since the dawn of time. But even though no one's been able to solve them, we spent multiple trillions of dollars trying to solve it. You are the, you Tanner, you, Bipsy, I don't know what they're naming kids, Dowdy. You are the chosen one. You, I am. Oh. And, and you know what the solution is? Even though we've tried it, other people's money. So that old tired truck, we're going to bring that dead horse out. This time it'll worry. It'll be just like communism. This time it'll worry. Oh, why are there all these dead people? Why do we still have poor people? Why, why are blacks still in dead last place? We, we did what we were supposed to do. Why didn't it work? Oh, so, so they're mentally unable. And then let's just say, here's another note I have. Let's say for whatever reason, they're going to come back. What kind of quality work do you think they're capable of doing? I mean, already the people who are hardworking, the people who are in, in the labor force now, you know, technically probably don't have to be, they're choosing to be in God bless them. But have you noticed you can't get anything done. Now, admittedly, a lot of that supply chain issues due to the root beer float crisis. But also, like, and I know it's small and I know it's petty, but I'll go back to my English muffin. English muffins should be toasted. They should not be cold and doughy. All right. Uh, <clears throat> what? And I looked, I looked who's, who was cooking. It's a guy older than me. Now, come on, man. I'm 46. You're probably 50. Have you never toasted any? Don't we have a communal standard roughly where things should be toasted? We're not talking it's, it's, it's you know, volcanic pumice stone where I'm cutting the roof of my mouth. But it shouldn't be just like, oh, I pulled it out of the fridge, let it melt, and then I, I kind of hung it over a, a, a lamp. And here you go. Right? And you've, you've seen that. I'll t same thing here. All right, tradesmen. I normally have a lot of respect for tradesmen, carpenters, electricians, plumbers, and all that. But, and I've talked to another buddy of mine who works in the trades, and he's, he's now, uh, <clears throat> he was a tradesman himself. Now he's building homes uh, and renovating them. And he's like, I don't hire tradesmen anymore. I can do it myself. Why? Because again, we've held the standard low for everyone, not just Tina, the suburbanite princess. Or uh, uh, Jerome, the, the, the uh, ghetto kid who just lower standards for. And he comes out thinking he's great. And then the real world kicks his ass. The, the standards have been lowered for everyone. Now you have a generation of contractors who don't do their work right. The electrical wiring is a little bit off. The plumbing doesn't work. Uh, <clears throat> I've had to do a ton of trim work. And 
thank God. And you almost thought about it because I was like, you know, trip, I had to put on handle. I'll give you another. Would you like another example? I'll give you another example. Handles. You know how important handles are to your house? <laughs> you don't you don't notice till they're gone. You know, and like, hey, how the hell do I open this drawer? So I was looking at the trim work that the trim work, the trim work guy did. And it was a little shoddy. Like, okay, that, that doesn't fit. We got to recut that. This is the wrong color. Now, handles, they got to be equal and squared away and perfectly precisely put in the center of the drawers. And there's a lot of math involved. Then I saw the guy, and he's a dumb kid. He's dumber than rocks. Dumber than rocks. His dad was there. And his dad, you know, and you could look at him, and it's like, is your mom also your sister? I mean, you really kind of like, but a bum, 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 a little bit, a little bit of a bum, 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 bum. Sweet like a pig. Sound familiar to you? Okay. <clears throat> and I realized, this is what my contracting buddy realized. I'm going to do a higher quality job having no experience in this. Just some basic fourth grade math and get a level and get some precision, make a template, you know, very common sense thing that anyone could do. I got a drill. I can, and I put it, and I look great. It came out great. Got a little bit of pride. Just a little. A little bit of cappy pride. Look at that. Now, boy, and I, I won't lie. It, it kind of was neat. Well, I was like, hey, this, this came out good. I'm not just some schmuck on the internet that yells at people. I I could put drawer or, or handles in good. Small victories, guys. Small victories. Um, <clears throat> Then I had to do some some uh, trim work around the, the fireplace. Don't think it's fancy. It's just a gas fireplace. I wanted a real one, but it's like it was 14 grand. I'm like, whoa, hold on. I'm not going to spend 14 grand in heat costs in my life. Just throw in the cheap gas one, okay? Just make it look pretty. I'm like, no, sir. No. <laughs> I didn't understand that. Why is a regular fireplace more expensive than a, fir- a gas one? I don't know. So I had to put trim work around that. All right, I'm cutting very precisely, measuring very precisely. <clears throat> I, I painted the trim. All right, Peyton the trims, kind of sexual innuendo there, but no fun. It wasn't like that. And I put them up and they fit perfectly. I'm like, yeah, oh, look at me. Me, a nobody, a, a, a worthless person from the Carlson School of Management, because that's all they graduate there, unless you're in accounting. A, a truly talentless, worthless slime ball, because that's all Carlson School of Management graduates. I actually did something productive and quality. <clears throat> But with trade, even your tradesmen, you can't. Do you want another example? Okay, I'm busy. Uh, I got I got some weeds I want to whack. They come up the fort. There's a yard goes up to the forest. You want you don't want weeds. You just want to be able to mow. So I got to whack the weeds. I got my weed whacker from my old home back in Minneapolis. I'm like, oh god, this thing ain't gonna fire up. I just assume the carbs are clogged, and I need small engine cleanup. So there's a small engine place I had to drive up to Rapid City. I go in, I'm like, yeah, I got the, I got this weed whacker. I need it just tuned up and uh, carbs clean. He's like, oh, it'd be like a two-month wait. I'm like, what? What? Two months? <laughs> Are you kidding? And when you find out, one, uh, you know, you're, you're just going to have to do it yourself. Okay, I'm like, two months, I'll do it myself. Now, thankfully, it fired up. I don't know how. That was a miracle of God. This thing fired up. I'm like, well, I'm buying, I think it's Ryobi. I'm buying these for the rest of my life because I thought, oh, Cappy's got to clean carbs and I hate cleaning carbs. 
It's like having sex with a fat chick. It, it is. I actually, it's worse than that. I'd rather have sex with a fat chick than clean carbs. Anybody who's clean carbs, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but even if, if there's a shortage, but even if I got in, would they do it right? Would these tradesmen do it right? And what you're finding out is even the quality of the trades are going down. Right. So let me make sure. Heavy consult. Um. Yeah, so that's, it's it's the question of the quality of work. Now, <clears throat> as indicated before, this is not just relegated to the service industry, okay? Because we have failed to hold our children for three generations now up to standards. And if you go everywhere, this is you can see it everywhere, right? I go to the gas station. That was my mistake going to Sinclair. World's worst gas station. Don't bother even going to, I should have known. I should have known. All right. So that's more of a function of school. But let's use an example. I go up there. I want to, and then their computer freezes. Why? Because it's Sinclair gas station. I go in, there's a line. Why? Because there's a shortage. But the people they got working back there aren't exactly the smartest. Meanwhile, you got someone who's like stocking shelves. You got a line long. Hey, Bupkis, come here. Why don't you man the second till? You're asking too much. You're asking too much. <clears throat> but this is spilling out into all facets of the U.S. economy. And perhaps you've seen it in other places. Have you noticed shortages? Yes, some of that is the root beer float. But what if it's tiddlywinks the moron who didn't order the stock? I saw that in, in building the home. We had to order stuff four months in advance. Admittedly, again, the root beer float. But I would go to the supply store. I'd say, hey, did you order that? They'd say, Oh, no, we didn't, you know? Okay, you, at every stage there was a person, you had to go back and make sure they did their job. Because if you didn't get the whatever, piping delivered on time, it would delay all the other contractors. So I was on them like a fly on shit. Did you order this? You know, three days go by. Hey, did you put that order in? I think so. Let's make sure. And you're dealing with children. Oh, no, we didn't. Let's put that order in, put a rush on it, right? Okay. Three more days go by. Hey, did the order go through? Yeah, it went through. Why don't you call the guys down at the inventory place and make sure it's being delivered? No, they haven't put it on the truck yet. <clears throat> come back another three days. Hey, did it come in? No, I don't think so. Why don't we look at your garage right now and see if it's there? Oh, hey, here it is. And these are people in their 40s. And what you'll realize is that the economy is not the economy is not this economic orc call that just magically produces and poops out production. It's all people. And the productivity of your economy and thus your standards of living is 100% dependent upon the quality and caliber of people you're sending in to man it. And I don't know if you notice, it ain't World War II people who grew up in the grapes of wrath, learned how to fix engines, <clears throat> went and fought the Nazis. And then built the Hoover Dam and put in the infrastructure in the United States interstate system. And then oh, landed someone on the moon a couple times. It's people who are stuck on their phones. They don't know how to change it. What was it? They do it I mean, every once. There's like these surveys. What percent of millennials know how to change a light bulb? Now, I don't know if this is true, uh, but it's something like half of 18 to 24 year olds don't know how to change a light bulb. What? 25 or some percent didn't even know you, there's, you can change them. I don't know how much of that is true. 
But how many of them can change their? All you ladies want some man. Well, maybe you should not teach him sociology. Maybe teach him how to change a tire. How many of you know how to do that? And now we're sending these people, talentless and unskilled, and worse, with a with a poisonous ideology of laziness, sloth, entitlement, socialism, and parasitism. <clears throat> Thank you, Democrat Party and teachers, which is true. It's not an opinion. And now these are the ones going out into the control panels of the U.S. economy. And I've said it before. Thank God we import our stuff from China and Asia because at least there people know how to make things. But this is now going out throughout the entire economy to, to the point where, like, my buddy has to do his own trade. He has to do everything. I'm going to get to that later. <clears throat> but this is a permanent, and that, that was the larger point I was trying to make. It's not just dining, and it's not just until the root beer flow crisis goes away. This is going to be at least a generation long. Because what are you going to do? Re-educate the Gen Zers? Get the millennials to stop feeling sorry for themselves? Everybody goes to trade school, and not only goes to trade school, but does really good and makes sure they do it well. You know who the rich people are? The people who show up on time, have a valuable skill. Not super valuable. You don't have to be some high-level software engineer. Just a good tradesman. Who, Alex Patino, our truck-driving Latino agent in the field. You know what he does? It's not magic. <clears throat> Everyone's like, I can't believe I, oh, truck driving sucks. Oh. Well, geez, what does he do? He takes the long-haul shifts. He takes the hours people don't want. Then he does them. I got a tradesman. I can't mention who. All right. And he gets me. He's got I got the hookup out here. There's an elite class of tradesmen out here. You know what they do? They show up on time and they do the job and they do the job the way they agreed with you to do it. Right now, that's it's pretty low. You're not going to get Gen Z to do it. You're not going to get millennials to do it. Because they're, they're still so indoctrinated and brainwashed into their ideology that they're destined for great things. I mean, why else do you explain to everybody else all these morons getting master's degrees? Uh, uh, doubling down on a, a profession or not even a profession, it's not a profession, but a, an academic study that didn't get them a job with a four-year college education. Now they get a master's degree, whatever, early childhood education, childhood writing, whatever it is, you morons go. <clears throat> The, in other words, the, the well has been poisoned and there's no purifying the water. We have to wait for a whole new generation of whatever's coming after Gen Z or Gen Z miraculously has a World War II generation waking up, going from the roaring 20s, World War I, I don't know how that worked, but somewhat, somewhat of a parallel world. It's like, hey, booze and flappers and craziness, look out. Here comes, here comes the shag. Here comes the Madison. Here comes some jazz. Whoa. Look out, girls with short hair. Whoa. Oh, Great Depression, what? What do you mean stock market crash? What? And <clears throat> unless someone goes through some horrific times like the Great Depression, uh, whatever's going to come after Gen Z, if we keep on doing this, oh, touchy-feely, oh, here's Stimmy Check, stay at home, oh, rent moratorium. I wonder if we're going to have any talented or skilled labor in the future. Which the answer is no, because you all keep, Vote, you're also short sighted. You keep voting for free crap. And what you're finding out is when you vote for free crap, less crap is made because no one has to work. So there's no production. And what production there is, is more costly because it needs repairing or it doesn't work. You have to replace it. 
I'll give you another example, okay? My truck. You start to see communism happening, and not in the sense that they're confiscating the assets, but I'm talking the production side, all right? Now, the Rapid City area has 100,000 people in it. There's Sturgis, Spearfish, Rapid City, maybe even 120,000, okay? And my truck, uh, I I need uh, some transmission work. It's the same thing with the small engine repair. Well, we're at least backed up a, a month. Where the hell are the mechanics? Oh, we got education majors up the yin-yang. <clears throat> oh, we got social worker graduates up the yin-yang. I can't find anyone to do transmission work. Now, I'm an okay mechanic. I don't know anything about transmission. I just don't. And plus, I don't have the tools. I can work on a lot of things, but not, not the transmission. I don't know how it works. I'll just be honest. <clears throat> But I wonder what's going to happen to standards of living. And we already know. And if you think this is temporary, you think like, oh, once once the rupee float crisis goes away, everything will be back to normal. No, no. Your restaurants are going to have limited hours. Your orders are going to continue to be gotten wrong. Uh, they will be out of the fish or the chicken or whatever. And that's the least of your concerns. Because there won't be mechanics. There's not enough mechanics to go around. You need new tires. Hey, hopefully you didn't get a flat and hopefully you got a spare because it's a weak backlog to have. Because here's another thing about tires. I don't have the tire machine to put on tires on a car. You, uh, <clears throat> your internet's down? Well, that's too bad because the internet guy, he's busy dealing with all the other people because there's not enough internet people going. What? But we have... We have Tina, the woman studies major. Would you be like to would you like to be lectured and sermoned at in the meantime while your internet is down about how you're oppressing women because you were born with a peen? Oh, by the way, can you work more and pay more taxes so these people can not work? It's gonna happen everywhere. And again, to testify or point out the supply chain problem or the supply issue. Have you noticed when you go into a Walmart or whatever, any kind of large store, even a grocery store, weird things are missing from the shelf for whatever reason. Again, root beer float crisis. I get it. But a lot of that also has to do with, we can't find workers. I'm surprised Amazon. That's, that's one thing of the economy. I'm thank God, walmart.com and amazon.com. Probably because everything's made in China. We got delivery people. I'm surprised that's functioning. Thank God. But you go into the grocery store, like, why, why, why are fresh scent things missing? Why, why are we missing? Why is Dawn detergent soap missing? Why are we all out of that? Probably because either Dawn couldn't find someone to do some critical part on their manufacturing plant, or Bob, the Gen Z Wonder Boy, didn't show up to deliver the the thing because he had, oh, I have an anxiety attack. <laughs> My mom said, my mom said I should get an apartment and move out on my own. And I, I just couldn't handle it. I couldn't drive the Dawn detergent truck to the grocery store. <laughs> I mean, soon the economy is going to be, I was talking to the great one about this. Soon the economy is going to be just therapists, teachers, government workers, and uh, OnlyFans. That's all it's going to be. That's all it's going to be. All right. Um all industries, entire three generations of talented, unskilled, talentless people. Uh, yeah, so don't expect previous years of production and standards of living. 
Start start to expect, I'm being deadly serious about this, start to expect second world standards of living. Not necessarily standards of living, but quality of service. There's going to be delays. People are not going to do what they said they're going to do. Right? That, that right there is probably the biggest one, is, is the, the honor and the word of people is going to mean nothing. It's going to mean nothing. Uh, and and don't think that you're going to get good service. American dining is going to be more of a luxury now. It already was a luxury. It's going to be even more of a luxury now because they don't have the people and people find it beneath them. Oh, my God. Let me tell you about this dude. <clears throat> I know this has nothing, but let me tell you a happy story. I got a little happy story. I can tell about the place now because it's gone. But there's this place called Parma down in Bloomington, Minnesota, which is a suburb of the Twin Cities. That's where the Mall of America is. So Atham looked that up so you guys kind of know where it is in your mind if you haven't been to the mall. And I forget the name, but he was an East Indian dude. He's probably my age at the time, but he's still my age at this time. But he, he wasn't a young punk kid. He's upper 30s maybe at the time. And he was just our waiter. Never thought much of it because waiters were pretty commoditized by that time standard level of service not too bad not too good this guy was spectacular by far you know like how your favorite everyone's favorite movie is die hard and then way off in the distant second is whatever your second favorite movie is like die hard is that far ahead because it was the world's greatest movie ever that was this guy in terms of service this guy was a sniper he was on his freaking game he he was watching, paying attention to all of his tables and just the slight, he could read your body language like it was Braille, like a blind man reads Braille. And before I even could, you know, like maybe my body was indicating, he was like, would you like more soda water, sir? Yeah, I actually would. <clears throat> we'll put the bitters in it. I mean, he was on it. He was on it. But like Die Hard, this guy was the best waiter or waitress i've ever had and i it, he was so good i want to call and say this guy is amazing and i said yeah we've had people that uh, now i hope down the road uh now parma has closed i hope he went to new york or la and is working at the top restaurant and is making himself six figures because he earned it i mean that level of quiet you're never going to see that guy again <clears throat> there is not his replacement but just like die hard there's no replacement being made just like here, another example. Oh wow! Did you see what Hollywood came up with? All right, wait, did they come up with a new original movie that will define a generation? And then, and young people today say, "Oh, do you remember that movie?" Like, are you saying they're coming up with a Back to the Future? But for these people, they're not a remake. They're coming. Is this generation going to have their Ghostbusters? Are they going to have their ill? What is Hollywood coming up with a whole bunch of new exciting movies and and TV shows? No, we're coming up with a black remake of the Wonder Years. <laughs> there. That's the future economy. The black remake of the Wonder Years. Now, there's anything wrong with, with a black Wonder Years. It might actually be good, but holy crap, are we, are we that void of creativity and talent? We're just going to rehash the same crap? Yeah, this time paint them black. Oh, make them gay. Wait, y'all. Is there going to be a zany gay character in this one? Is it going to be? Oh, I wonder if Hollywood's following the formula because they have no creativity. <laughs> oh, God. So expect second world 
not necessarily standards of living, but customer service. And then this gets to my final point. <clears throat> um, this is the new normal. And the new normal, unfortunately, means what we're witnessing is the breaking down of the division of labor. Not only because we're, uh, well, let me, I'm, I'm putting the cart before the horse on that one. <clears throat> because you are going to be able to rely less and less on skilled, talented labor and people to do things for you, because one, there's less people to do these skilled and talented things. Don't worry. We're going to have a surplus of education majors. Don't worry. All right. We're going to have a surplus of philosophy majors. Don't worry. That's covered. But we ain't going to have no tradesmen. And what tradesmen and engineers, what we do have are going to be crap and continually deteriorating, which means what, boys and girls, which means you're all going to have to become a jack of all trades. Like, I don't know about you, but I need a, at least one vehicle running. One. And that means you're going to have to learn how to do some basic mechanic work and basic mechanic skills because you're not going to be able to pull it into the mechanic shop because there's not enough talented mechanics to do it. You want to, oh God, I'll tell you this right now. <clears throat> None of you should build a house. Now, everyone always makes the joke of funny, huh? And it's, not, it's somewhat true too. Never build a new house because your contractors are shit. Contractors in just general are scum people. Uh, but now you are better off building the house on your own Certainly being your own general contractor, like maybe some key few things you might want to outsource, like have your foundation poured. Okay. Have that poured. But then man, I do your own framing. I'm not talking building some fancy house. That could be a fancy house, <clears throat> but the future I'd say is either these prefabbed homes. Okay. Or if it's just you, and let's just admit, ain't nobody getting married, having kids. All right. You could probably just build your own home. It, it may not last 100 years, but you just need it to last 20, okay? I mean, keep it up, but you have someone pour the foundation. Somebody who's an actual contractor have his heads out of his ass. He could probably tell you. Pour the foundation, put the framing, okay? Hire the electrician and the plumbing, but who knows if you're going to find a good electrician or plumber. Maybe you're just better off going to trade school learning that yourself. Working on a couple houses. Having a buddy learning, oh, that Frank is a good electrician. I'm going to go hire Frank. All right. Do your own roofing. Do your own sheetrocking. <clears throat> uh, and then after six months labor, maybe a lot of labor, you got yourself a nice little house. And you know what? Probably paid for in cash. Maybe you got a small little mortgage on it. Frankly, what I did, I didn't do most of that crap myself. <laughs> like, why am I shingling this house? Why didn't they put a shingle here? What's wrong with this? And you think like, oh, no, it can't be. No, go try. Find out. Or just buy a house that exists. But all the repair work, look, every house needs repair work. You're going to do it. You're, the best thing you can do is not go get a degree in sociology or an MBA, bro. The best thing you can do is go buy yourself a nice set of tools, an air compressor, and then go learn and teach yourself how to fix things around the house using YouTube. Computers carpentry and auto repair that right there you're all gonna have to do it you're gonna have to be like cubans always keeping these 1950s vehicles running and that's that's what you're gonna you're gonna have to cook at home i told the gf i say whenever you move out here uh you're cooking i'm probably gonna have to cook at home because it i won't lie i'm on rote rehearsal i'm on autopilot a lot of time like oh i'm gonna stop at this restaurant Cappy, you weren't thinking. Cappy, you're like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> crap.
crap. I'm, and I, I, majority of time, like 80%, four out of five times, it would have just been cheaper and less stressful for me to go to the grocery store, buy some chicken, cook it up myself. I can apply heat. I mean, I can make food. and ain't going to taste that great, but I can make food. And I would have come out ahead time-wise and certainly financial-wise. Oh, God. Oh, the, um, what was it? The gaslight. They get, not only is it called the gaslight, they gaslight you about the food. Like you go there, like horrible food, horrible. I don't even think they got to cook. I think they just got microwave dinners and they just put it in the oven and then they give it to you. Sometimes they forget to take it out of the plastic tray. Oh, oh, oh sorry. We just use these plastic trays with the, to keep them fresh. <laughs> it's, it's the end of a lot of things. Because our society and our people and our labor force, the labor force does exist and it's low quality and they're entitled and they're not going to show up on time and they're not going to do things on time and they're not going to do things right. And so this is new. This is the new normal. Strap yourselves in. Get used to it. Because, okay, maybe the supplies might come back a little bit once the root beer flow crisis goes away. (laughs) Oh, you think it's going away. You think the Democrats and the government are going to give that up. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that is funny. You think they're going to give up that football? Look how much power they got over you. That is, that's precious. Well, let's say it does go away. And the few factories in America that produces things open up. Who are they going to hire? There's not, they're going to find people because people are entirely going to stay at home and they got their stimmy checks or they've made permanent changes. They're graduating with completely worthless skills. They're graduating with an attitude and an entitlement and no work ethic. They're not going to show up on time. They're not going to do the job right. If they're going to, the the mistake economy, they're going to make things much worse. So there you go. There's my, there's my, um. article i wanted to write but i didn't have time to do let's go through the super chats uh darkaholic five bucks up late doing videos last night now up early you still in that security schedule no i'm i'm it's 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 i'm doing about 9200 hours a week between working on the house though that is subsided i'm just catching up look the work don't get done it does not get done i'm not kidding i'll, I'll point out nothing darkaholic you just show up on time and do your job right. People, employers are going to love you. They're going to love you. Great one. His employers love him. Why? Is he some great, amazing person? Yeah, he's a great one. But no, in terms of work ethic, he shows up on time. He does his job. It's so simple. It's so simple. But he wasn't an indoctrinated Gen Z millennial socialist moron to think, oh, I should have to work. And if you go there, you don't do it right. You're late. You're always pulling teeth. You know the type. Swalu blue, two bucks. So in other words, we're going to become Spain. Yeah. Not like, well, let's sit and drink our wine. You know, thank God some people make the wine in Spain. Uh, Kaija bomb, a 10 Australian dollars. Good day, Cappy. I'm getting about 350,000 Australian US dollars in inheritance with buying a house on a plot of land. Be a good financial decision or are there other investments to make? I, I'm going to tell you again. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to the housing market. I mean, if you don't have to pay rent anymore, that saves you some money. Do you want to live in the place you want to live? Are you that, do you decide where you want to live for the rest of your life? Fine. Then get a house. Otherwise I don't know what's going to happen to the housing market. 
Stop asking me what's going to happen. Is this a good investment? You just stop effing asking me. I don't know, and I cannot advise people on that. Fred Freeman sold two bucks. Retire early. Latin America, Southeast, or East. I don't know, Fred. I've not been to either, and none of the three. I'll let you know in a couple of years. Duck Hawk, two bucks. Brazil is the best we can hope for at this point. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, maybe. Aren't the girls thin in Brazil? We don't even have Brazil. Kind of warm there too, isn't it? Kind of a more moderate climate. Capita Man, five bucks. The new normal. Yuri Bezumov used this in his description of the fourth and last of the fourth stage of a society failing. None ever recover from. Yep, well, there's another article I want to write called uh, Only Women Can Save Western Civilization, But They Won't. Short version of that one is men work for women to impress and inevitably have sex with them. Um, and they will always tell and regurgitate what women say. And since women are constantly like, oh, socialism, oh, I want free stuff and security at the expense of freedom. They have no, and now that we give it to them, they have the government instead of husbands and government aid and all that. They don't need men. This, they have no incentive whatsoever to start voting for freedom again. It's not going to happen. Alex Bogey, five bucks. Did you hear Boston deployed National Guard to drive school buses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's because the school bus drivers wouldn't take the root beer floats, which is fine. That's okay. The National Guard. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Atlas is shrugging. Atlas is shrugging. Are we caught up? We're caught up. There you go. Oh, wait. No, we're not caught up. I want to make sure. Scrolling down here. Uh, Guy Savelli, five bucks. He has nothing to say. Thanks, Guy. Journey Trials of Joy, five bucks. Do you believe China will overtake the United States? Oh, in what kind of capacity? Like, are they going to invade and take over? No. We as a people wouldn't let that happen. Um, will they have increasing political and economic influence over the U.S.? Yes. Um, will they overtake the United States in terms of production and GDP? I don't know. They're incredibly corrupt. Very corrupt. And you can't, you really cannot become a dominant global superpower. Now, well, you can if all the other countries suck. So there's that. Um, but if you are so corrupt uh, and there's another rival global superpower um, that is not as corrupt, um, I don't think you can overtake it. And, and keep in mind how much of China is a Potemkin village. I mean, yeah, they, they produce a lot of stuff, but they're on mercantilism. <clears throat> their finances are not great. Um, I I don't I don't as of yet no. If they get rid of their corruption, if the CCP would just let people be. But I, that's uh, to be determined. Channel eighteen hundred dumb three New Zealand dollars. I don't know what the super sticker is, but it might be New Zealand poops. We never know. Uh, boo 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 boo. That's it. Okay, we'll see you guys later, toodles.